This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Recon 2017 is coming up in early May. Hosted by Historical Miniatures Gaming Society, South Chapter. This weekend-long all-gaming convention runs from Thursday, May the 4th through Sunday, May the 7th. The show will be held at the Park Inn by Radisson Resorts and Conference Center on U.S. Highway 192, almost next door to Disney. There will be nine four-hour sessions of gaming across the weekend focusing on historical war games, but also including fantasy and sci-fi war games, role-playing games, and even some board games for a total of well over 100 different game events. Special guest for the convention is writer and game designer Howard Whitehouse, who will be running a couple of games of his own and also joining a few others as a fellow player. There will be over 300 gaming hobbyists with whom to share a table and about a dozen and a half vendors on site ready to commit commerce and a wild and woolly Friday night flea market packed with great deals. Don't miss out on a great weekend of gaming in our own backyard. For more information, including pre-registration and hotel reservations, visit hmgs-south.com. Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Don't forget the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent Hello, Antoinette. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's loose on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello. Internets, my name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I've got my partner in crime, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man. We are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, where twice weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And of course, we love to have a special guest with us uh, on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And I thought we'd just do a lot around the table. Introduce yourselves for the Happy Hour audience. Hey there. My name's Scott. I'm the president of Lakeland Role Playing Guild and also the vice president of Historical and Miniatures Gaming Society South Chapter. And you should just be doing voices for commercials. I, 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 one of my good friends tells me I have a face for radio. I just, <laughs> I just want to hear your voice all day. Is that okay? That'll be two fifty for the first minute <laughs> and seventy five cents for every minute thereafter. <laughs> I do take credit cards. And we hear two other people laughing. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Tracy. I am the guild seneschal for the Lakeland Role Playing Guild, which is a fancy term for the executive assistant. Nice. Hi, I'm Glenn. I'm the. Uh, LRPG uh, Guild Mage means I take care of the website and all the electronic bits. Nice. I thought it meant he did spells and shit. I was like, that's <laughs> really cool. Yeah. Well, because it is magic to Scott, so that's why he got that title. Oh, oh is that really? <laughs> yes, because I'm a Luddite. Yeah. All, all, all this magical interweb stuff. No, yeah. no, no. It will suck my soul. That's why I so, like it. So oh, that's why you okay. named that position Mage. Exactly. I really, that's, that's pretty really clever. clever. I like that. 
So you have something we want to talk about, Dave, yes, before we, we get into it. Yes, we want to talk about our good sponsor and friends, Grove Roots. Tonight, we're drinking on the Boat Days IPA, which is 6.6%. It's got loads of American hops and a 65 IBU, and you know it's my personal favorite. And, Johnny, because I love you, I got you your you personal do. favorite. I got you the Rind and Shine Belgium Wit with Tangerines. And just because <sighs> so I wanted good. something new that we we hadn't tried before, I got the Old Chap Old English Ale with molasses at a 7. 7% alcohol by volume. And I actually wanted to ask, Glenn and Tracy, wanted to ask you both what you thought of it. It is fantastic. I tend to like the heavier beers. I'm a stout yeah. girl, and this is got a lot of really good flavor, really good body to it, and um, you can definitely taste the molasses in it, and it's a good blend. Well, and that's what I liked, what I really kind of popped it off for me because I like stouts, but this has got enough sweet that it kind of balances it, so it's not just terribly, you know, hard for lack of a better term. Um, but great news. They've got the blueberry beers on the way. Oh, also, yes. they're going to make a beer pretty soon. Now, she couldn't tell me exactly what type, but it's going to be with macadamia nuts. Ooh, so, okay. Interesting. Yeah, it, it, that I'm interested about. Also, they're bringing back the beer they made with the ancho peppers, the cinnamon, and the chocolate. Um, and and Mole was the name of it. Mm -hmm. And actually, here's the thing I got out of her today that she told me. She said when they bring it back, it may not be just a session beer or seasonal. They might bring it back and keep it on tap full time because I guess the, the turnout for Mole was a lot Mole! bigger. Yeah, That's was awesome. a lot bigger than yeah. what they expected. They were like, everybody yeah. really loved this, and it went really fast. So That's they're awesome. thinking about keeping it as a permanent good flavor. good to hear. I'm, yeah. It's very tasty. Well, well, you, well you had me at chocolate. Yeah. If, if they have chocolate, I might actually start drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they've, I'll tell you the one Johnny really liked oh, was that 6 a.m. Pickers. Oh, yeah, so good. Yeah, the coffee so one. Good. Because I, I told him when we first started getting them filled, I said, give me anything that doesn't have coffee in it. And then Brandy, our third member, his wife, and Johnny both said, we love coffee. And I'm like, well, fuck, I've been telling him not to give me stuff with coffee in it. So I'm like, right, so then I got like all the coffee beers next, and he uh. loved Love that I one. I could just drink a whole one to myself. Oh, I know. We we polished that one off quick. But, we did. Well, but with three people, and you yeah. only get like four pints out of it. Sure. So, Truth. Um, which is great because you can go and get all of your growlers filled. But here's the new thing. This is this is breaking news. They are getting because they've got a brand new expansion company because they have bought the other side. Or they're getting the other side of the building. Acquiring it. Acquiring it. Yes. They're going to put in a tap room and an event space. But here's the cool thing about the tap room. The tap room is only 21 and up. So oh. kids aren't allowed in there. Tracy's giving sorry, a hell sorry. yeah, and that's the thing I told. I love the family-friendly nature of Grove Roots, but there are times that you I just... don't want to be around no kids. Cheers. I mean, I came into that. Cheers cheers, 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 cheers. And I told Morgan as soon as she told me that, the marketing director, I went, fuck yes. Because I was like, you know. I, I love the family-friendly nature. I do, and I, it's great that you can have kids, but if I'm going having a couple drinks, then I have to put this – I'm pointing at my mouth because you can't see it because right. it's patio. I have to put this into check, which is hard when it's now 10, 30, 11, and you have small children running around. I so, don't know if I've ever seen you in check ever. Never. Yeah, I was going to say I, that. I, no, <laughs> I've known him since he was in high school. No, the boys there's, never I don't have check. a check button. Like, there's not any kind of, like, check – Yes. Side to me. But I thought that was really cool. But also what they're going to do is they're going to have an event space. And if you rent the event space, because they're only going to have the, they're going to have eight taps, but they're going to be like kegs. They're not going to be lines like the other ones are because lines 
go to like all the stuff, but they only have eight. But if you run out the event space, you get to pick what you want on the taps. So I was like, well, if you're doing a corporate party and you can say, okay, these are the eight beers I want to tap. Sure. Yeah. That and they're putting a projector in there, nice. which is really cool because oh. they're going to start doing movie nights. And they said that they might start doing like watch parties for like Walking Dead and Game of Thrones and That'd stuff cool. like that, which I thought would be really really cool. Now here. Is the kicker Al- alcohol and Walking Dead cliffhangers? I'm not sure that's a good match. Uh, <laughs> maybe, but but th- this is a thing I'm, I'm super excited about. Part of that getting the expansion is they are getting a canning line, so they are going to start canning the beer, so you can go in and buy it by the six pack and take it home with you. That's awesome. Which I mean, I- I'm a big fan of growlers and doing it that way, but I know some people aren't. But now that they'll have a canning line, I think that that's amazing because then you can just go in. And they're just going to have their little refridge, like, filled with it. So then you can just go buy it six-pack at a time, take it home. Sure. And plus, like, if you're going to the beach or something, it's a lot easier to take a six-pack of cans with you than a growler. So there there are times where it could be easier with the cans. But, I mean, Grove Roots is just exploding. I, I can't wait to see what's coming next. And I want to give a big shout-out to Morgan, uh, the marketing director, who talked with me today and filled up our growlers. She's amazing. Um, and I can't wait to, to go back um, and get more stuff filled. But speaking of things I can't wait to go back to, and that is Recon, which is coming up this weekend, folks. And I, we have everybody here because I wanted you to kind of tell us about Recon, tell our fans about Recon, and what games are going to be played and what's going on and just kind of the whole skinny. Yeah, I'm excited, too, because I'm actually part of the conversation this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I have questions, too. too, So, yeah. Yeah, she was left out last Yeah, it's true. So we'll feel bad. Yeah, we made Tracy work the whole night. Yeah. And and the other – Happy Hour Pod Potter, it was yeah. you know had some family thing going yeah. on. Yeah, said yeah, he couldn't yeah. make it. Whatever, sure. <laughs> lame excuses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was something. But yeah, but no, I'm I'm excited because last year was a blast, and that was actually my first recon ever. Was last year, yes, and I only was. went Saturday, and I had a ball. And I'm gonna be there live all weekend because we're gonna be taping all weekend uh, at the show, which is gonna be fun too. Um, but I'm I'm just excited about the games and just tell our listeners about what all they can expect. All right, um, Recon is the spring convention of that HMGS South runs. Uh, they run two every year, one in the spring, one in the fall. The spring show is, well, both shows actually are about the same size now. Used to be the spring show was the small, intimate, it's just the HMGS family, and but it's now expanded and they're both pretty much equal. Um, you can expect in the neighborhood of 325 to 340 uh, some of the best historical miniature gamers in in Florida and even the southeast region. Uh, we do have some guys that truck in from Alabama, some guys truck in from Georgia. Um, occasionally, we, do, we will get some special guests from further afield. Um, um, primary focus, of course, is historical miniature gaming. Since what does that mean, Scott? All right. Historical miniature war gaming. Um, the short, simple, funny answer is middle-aged men playing with toy soldiers. Um, you take and they take it very seriously. They do, we, we and, do. and he's actually don't very say that spot on with don't that, say with that, that description. Them. Yeah, because <laughs> no, they will get no, offended. No, no, no. You can say that to him because many, many of them say it themselves. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, little green army men, or you know, uh, tin soldiers, or or for those of you, those of you out there that are that are gamers, will understand. You know, twenty five millimeter, ten millimeter. Um, uh, Pewter, pewter-esque white metal miniatures um, depicting various historical time periods and recreating 
these scenarios of certain historical battles, um, what if scenarios. Um, uh, for example, the, the the game that that Kyle got to sit in on Saturday morning, uh, my friend Mark runs that. That is a World War II game, and it is at the uh, ten millimeter scale, and it is based on actual historical World War II battlefield scenarios where Mark and his fellow game masters run the Germans mm. according to the historical record. Everybody that signs up to play the game, they get to play the opposing side. They get to, you know, be it American or British, um, or Russian, Russian in a few cases. Um, the player side, the opposing side, will get all the exact same um, uh, army pieces and 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 official historical record order of battle of whatever side they're on, but they can do whatever they want as far as entering the field and and advancing and taking certain objectives. You know, they have their mission profile, but they can act upon it however they want to. Mark and his boys run by the script. Um, some other guys will run. Similarly, they will have both sides set up with the with the army pieces already together, per the historical record. But as soon as the dice drop, it is immediately immediately a a, a what if scenario because everything is just a random hodgepodge sure. of, of of events, and then the fickle hand of fate of the dice mm -hmm. det determining if you hit or miss, or sure. you know morale breaks, etc. Um, uh, historical wargaming really uh, has been going on for. 150 odd years um, in in its current format um, um, British writer HG Wells actually was put out the first rule game rule book called little wars um, and it and this was back when they were playing with you know it was literally grown men in you know vests top coats and breeches crawling around on the floor with 12 16 inch wooden soldiers depicting, you know, Napoleonic battles or whatnot. Now, are these uh, games, like, officially licensed? Are these just people making their own stuff and making their own rules, or how does that work? The majority of them are uh, officially written, published, licensed game systems. Okay. Uh, there, are, there are a few guys that are doing their own homebrewed rules. Um, at, in fact, truth, to, truth be told, there are, there are a number of games that are officially published now that back in the 60s came out of somebody's brain in you know in their garage um, and and covers a wide I mean every historical period you could think of and also covers a wide sweep of um, rule depth and complexity and different scales and not not just scale of the miniature but also scale of the event itself sure you know, you know tactical squad based stuff up to large-scale strategic, you know, mass army, mass regiment movement. Um, some stuff can get really, you know, really in the weeds as far as the rules. Uh, other stuff is a lot more, um, a lot more laid back and casual, uh, and and not just ground stuff. There's also rule sets that cover uh, air battles, sea battles, um, um, and since you know, in the modern day. You know, we we are getting into the eras of, you know, you know, cyber warfare and satellites. Sure. Some of the official stuff is starting to acknowledge that that may be happening. So 
we get a little bit of near future stuff with a couple of the newer rule sets. Now, how does it work with the miniatures? Because when, like, when I think of miniatures, I think of people sitting in you know in the room with a light and magnifying glass and painting everything. Is this is that something they do with these, or is that yes. these are already oh, pre-constructed? Yeah. Uh, they, they they do that with these. The, uh, the the painting, the assembling of the miniatures, the painting of the miniatures, crafting of the terrain. That is that is a sizable portion of 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 the hobby itself. And that's my favorite part of the show is right. to walk around and look at the tables because these tables are amazing. And most of the people who are running, they set up early because they need to, but they, they welcome you coming by and saying, oh my gosh, you know, don't touch until you, you ask. But they, they love having people come and look at them and say, how did you do that and what's that? And that's really neat. And it just blows me away, just the talent that's in that room for that weekend. Oh, and Scott, you could actually fill me in on the guy who, yeah, I was fiddling with it. It was me this time. Uh, the guy who used to do all the painting for us miniature-wise because he did some really cool stuff, Johnny, because what he would do, uh, one of the miniatures I like seeing he did is he did like a lot of Vietnam and World War II, and he would like to play with their helmets. Like, this guy might actually have a pack of Lucky Stripes, like, on his side of his helmet, or this guy might, with the strap that's on the side of his helmet, have like a magazine sitting there. Oh, that's. Or cool. like the guy might have like a ma like an actual magazine, like a Time magazine or newspaper in his pocket, or this guy might have a baseball card attached to the side of his helmet. So it's like you could kind of it helps you differentiate the fig, sure. And, and besides just the weapons and things that are on the figure, right. but also it's. It's an art form, really. Like oh, yeah. when you so see what they're like doing, so it's like. Any artist kind of wants to show off and kind of try something new. Do you know who I'm talking about? The guy who used to do that for me? Uh, uh, for, for us back in the old days, it, yeah. it, it was going to be one, one of two people. It was either going to be uh, Bill or it would be Big Dale. I want to say it's Bill because Bill was the one to me had the big – not that I didn't like Big Dale because Big Dale, of course, had the shop over right. on the other side of town for a long time. But I remember Bill had a lot of really intricate pieces because I want to say that's th that's the one that um, – Oh goodness, Patrick and his dad would use a lot, and we went to his house a couple times, it's, and he showed us a lot of his stuff. That, that's it's possible. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I didn't get to see a lot of a lot of Bill's historical stuff. Yeah, I saw all of his sci-fi stuff. Yeah, since, you know, he was the ringleader for our BattleTech game. Oh, that's right. That ran yeah. for three, three and a half years. It ran every for a Sunday. long time. It was, it was yeah, fantastic. Um, I mean, and the stuff that the stuff that Bill could do on a twenty-five millimeter battle mech. Is ridiculous. Was, it, it was stupid. I mean, and, and the same stupid. thing. Like he would put like little like uh, tattoos isn't the right word, but like he put camouflage on them, or he'd he'd put the house sigils on them, or he'd put the markings. And you say something like that, and you're like, oh, that can't be that hard. But when the thing is just it's hard, minute, it yeah. is intensely hard. Yeah, I painted yeah. a set of BattleTech minis for Scott, and yeah. that's hard. Like yeah. I was lucky that I was like, what color you want? Good, they're all the same color. Here you go, <laughs> done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, for 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 those of you out in Podland who who who, who can't visualize, yeah. which is no offense. I mean, I mean, I yeah. until I got in the hobby, I couldn't either. Uh, Twenty-five millimeter figure is roughly equivalent in size to a quarter. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. And also, uh, for well, a little, a little bit bigger than a quarter. About an inch a and a half, two inches. Yeah, yeah. two yeah. inches at the most. At if it's a bigger mig. Yeah, yeah. Bigger yeah. Mini. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The two inch ones are probably going to be in the twenty in the in in the modern acceptable size of twenty eight to thirty two mil. Yeah. Um, 
So, but also to our listeners at home, yep. just so they can kind of understand too. Like a lot of our listeners go to comic book shops and things like that. So you might have seen like Warhammer or Warhammer 40K. It's kind of the same thing, kind of the same style miniatures. This is just with a historical skin on it instead of a sci-fi skin on it. Um, and it helped me a lot as a kid learning history. Like I learned 90% of my history from Scott and his buddies. Like way more than I learned in history class in school. <laughs> well, actually, so. you, you bring that up, but I actually want I asked I was going to ask Scott like how many people come into like Recon or HMGS South that actually like are just history fans and they just love to watch and see how things unfold and whatnot. Probably a sizable number. Um, um, some some of the it, we probably do have a couple of couple of the grown up guys that go to the show all the time. They play a little bit, but it's you know they, they don't live the rule sets. Sure, it's like okay, I roll what again, but they're there for the historical you know immersion, uh, and they really get into seeing the scenario depicted in front of them. Um, I I I think back to well, I have a few years on Kyle, but yeah. I think back to when I was a kid. There was an episode of Magnum PI, and Magnum came into the room, and Higgins was setting up ha- had set up this massive British colonial miniatures battle and he was moving all the pieces where they belong and taking pictures at, ev- at every stage of the game he wasn't actually playing a game but he but he was he was taking pictures for his for his historical studies group of this battle using all the miniatures and using sculpted terrain and all this and that so if anybody remembers that episode or can dig around online, yeah, the young people at the table are shaking their heads. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Not that much younger than you. Yes, yeah, yeah. Wh- whatever. Get off my lawn. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so if 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 you want a visual of that, you know, you have that. You have that to 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 kind of kind of grasp. But it, it's that idea. But there's a little bit more of a random chance because rather than just looking at the book and moving this unit and then looking at the book, moving this unit, you're you know, you're rolling dice in between to see how the shooting goes and sure. to see how many guys drop and fall. And plus, never forget that you're, as a GM, you can have all of the plans in the world until your players get to the table. And there will, depending on what libations people have had before they come to the table that night, sometimes it's a, hey, let's see what happens if I do this this time. And so the historical track works for like the first 15 minutes of the intro and then it goes off the rails right. quite possibly um, but now as far as far as studying very very mu- I'm very much in the same boat as as Kyle I mean I, history was always one of my things when I when I was in school but we never got to go in depth enough for things that I was really interested in so the gaming hobby is actually what helped me expand my historical knowledge um, I know far more about England during the Napoleonic era now than I did when I had a, hist- a, a, a high school history textbook in my lap. Um, I, we'll get to that at another point, but I also have a similar story about Iron Maiden, but we'll cover that yeah. later on. Okay. Well, my, what is the average, would you consider the average age group of people playing the historic? Um, hmm. Honestly, the prob- probably the, 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 core, the core median um, is going to be late forties, early fifties. Okay. However, that is it is not exclusively that we do have in the historical market. We do have a number of younger players. Um, there, there are there are guys 
you know, in, in their late 20s and early 30s. Um, some of these guys have kids and have been successful at getting their kids into the gaming hobby and at least having them keep a couple of fingers on the historical side of things along with going out into fantasy and science fiction and, and, and video games and whatnot. Um, um, for, for a number of years, one of, our, one of the regular guys we had at our show named John, um, both of his kids played. I mean, from the, time, from the time that they were like seven or eight years old, great players, some of, the best, uh, some of the best painters that we had in the entire room were these two kids. Um, other kids stopped entering the painting contest under the Young Lions category because the Adams kids won all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're now in college, so their time is pretty much out the window. Um, but some other kids are stepping up and moving in as well. Um, and, of course, we have a lot of you know, actual old guys, you know, the Grognards, the Longbeards, um, mm-hmm. who, who have been doing this since the 60s. Um, in fact, we, there's a couple of guys that we've had in the group. You know, we always joke, okay, it's Napoleonic era. Dave, how did that go again? Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's legit a couple of guys that I'm not 100% sure I couldn't go over and ask how this really went down, yeah. and they couldn't tell me, like, when we really got to that beach on Normandy, this is how the shit really went down. <laughs> so. yeah. I mean, and, I mean and, and, in, and in the chapter, I mean, it, it, we have a ton of military vets. Yes. We, we, have, we have a number of active duty. We have a number of reservists. And we have a ton of of now out of service vets. Um, some of, uh, I mean, obviously, depending upon their age, a lot of them, you know, were able to serve relatively unscathed. But we did, but we do have guys that got shot at. We got a couple guys that got shot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I mean, it's it seeing the battles on the field on on, on the tabletop is one thing. But when you know that there's a chance that the guy sitting next to you. If he wasn't in that scenario, he's been in, in another one. It's very eye-opening, mm-hmm. and it, 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 it really adds depth to what is, all intent and purposes, you know, a fun beer and pretzels afternoon. Yeah. And also, I think it adds a respect factor to it is what I like very, to call it. Because, I much. mean, these are guys that were actually there and, and did it, and, you know, and so you've got a lot of, I don't know. Like I, I feel honored just to be able to be in the same room with these guys, you know. So I think there's a there's a lot of that too. It's humbling, in my opinion, yeah. just to be able to sit next to these guys and actually hear their experience. I'm like, oh, well, where'd you come up with that idea? It's like, well, because when I did this, this, and this, this is what worked. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, I'm gonna take your word for it. Yeah. So you know, that's funny. Yeah, you know, and in fact, I mean, and there's, um, I, be because of what I'm gonna say next, I'm not gonna say his name, but. I know for sure that there's one guy that's in our that's in the chapter, who was a veteran, um, who hasn't actually been out that terribly long. There's a lot of stuff that he actually can't talk about because he's still because he's still under. Oh, it was uh, homeboy okay. who used to leave and he'd tell us he's leaving and couldn't tell us where he was going and we wouldn't see him for like three months. <laughs> yeah, well, that yeah that that yeah, yeah that that's that's one of them. But yeah, but yeah you know, because you know, I mean, some of these guys are still under are still under their and you know their NDAs. Sure. Yeah. Um, which. Thinking about it, I mean, if you go around the room, you can see guys. Okay, you know he's a veteran because he may be having a you know a veteran hat on, but you can notice what what game tables he does not sit at. Ah, 
Really? Tell me about that. That's interesting well, as hell. I, well, I asked about, and uh, I mean, one one of one of my current friends who 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 is who's a reservist. He okay. said, you know, he said, yeah, I go to the shows, but there are, you know, any if it if it's a modern game, if it's anything where the battlefield looks like sand, I don't sit at because it's too close to work and it's too dangerous for me to, you know, legally dangerous for me to say anything. Sure. Oh, okay. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. You know, because it, you know, it's, it's close to home. He's still yeah. doing yeah. some of that stuff. So yeah. he so, can't say anything, so he's like, it's better for me to play the Vietnam and the World v- War II. Vietnam and back. Yeah, because right. then I, if, no matter what I say, I'm not in – I can't get in trouble. Right. That, yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I, wow. I never even thought about how, that. That's really how cool. How far back do you guys go with the history? Like, what, like, what's the earliest war? Well, the, uh, there, uh, there is a game system called uh, DB, for short, DBA. Uh, Latin name is Debellus Antiquitatis. Um, Bless you. That, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, but with DBA, and that, and that runs in ten millimeter. And I joke with all the guys that DBA actually stands for Damn Bitty Armies, uh, and it's ancients. Oh, you know, okay. Uh, you know. Uh, 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 Scythians and um, like you know, Knights of the Round Table kind of stuff. Oh like no, but no, no, no! Beyond that, son, like oh. like you know, Roman oh. Empire, pre-Roman Empire, oh, wow. Roman you know, Empire. Alexander. Okay. You know, yeah. You know, the, okay. you know, Macedonian Greeks and sure. all that. I mean, all the way that far up to you know, current active you know Battle of Fallujah. You sure. Know. Yeah. So, what percentage of because I'm I'm still learning myself, and folks at home might want to know this too. When they go to recon, like what what percentage is about like the 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 war like the historical stuff? Because you said you mentioned something about sci-fi, you mentioned about like, like there's like Star Wars, Star Trek, and right. all kinds of stuff. Like what percentage is you know typical, dedicated to right, that? The typical average on our program listing, um, the historical stuff, probably sits probably sits ninety percent. Okay. You know, in in the, in that average. Um, with with our particular chapter of of HMGS, we are a little bit softer with some of the requirements, but HMGS East, or well, they're no longer East; they are, they just are HMGS, but we still call them East. Um, they follow a much stricter guideline, and 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 it is a maximum of an absolute cutoff maximum of ten percent of the program is non-historical. Um, us, we're a little bit more fuzzy with that. Um, so we do have a lot of sci-fi. We do have uh, we have a number of guys, especially the crew that comes up from uh, Jacksonville. Uh, they're really big into pulp and the pulp fiction, and they've got some and and they do these great um, interactive, almost RPG type miniature games based on all the old pulp action heroes. You know awesome. the, the the shadow and the phantom That's and great. you know Commander Cody and all that. It's you know, um, um, but yeah, there's there's a tabletop wargaming, historical, sci-fi and fantasy. Uh, there is some board game stuff that goes on at the shows. Uh, some of that is also historical, but there's also just you know, uh, a lot of the what they call the Euro style games like like Settlers of Catan, all the train games, Ticket to Ride stuff. Ticket like to Ride, yeah. uh, that will come up once in a while. Sure. Uh, and then there's the art, then there's the role-playing game section. Um, um, the our group, the Lycan Role-Playing Guild, we actually brought role-playing games into the HMGS shows back in back in the early 2000s when we first started going there. Um, they had never before had RPGs, um, so we we 
try to ease them into our actually existing and being there. That's where I have a question. How did that go? <laughs> well, fortunately, um, at the time I was working at the fantasy factory. At, at the fantasy factory, the dearly the late and great, dearly beloved and lost fantasy factory. In fact, they they finally tore down the damn building too. Are you shitting me? No, no. The guy finally stole the building because he was never going to do anything when we were there. Yeah. Uh, but sold the building and they're leveled it. They're going to put. A I'm going to have to hoist a beer to that in a minute because that's that's like yeah. tearing down I, the church. I know. I, I drove by on Tuesday. It's like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and they took down the whole clothes. Now yeah. you're tearing down my damn building. Jesus. So yeah, that was that was uh, that took the wind out of my sails. Yeah. But but at the time I was working there, I, you know I you know I got to meet you know tons of gamers in the area, and one of my regular customers is an older guy. Um, and he was—he is a military veteran, and he was also on the board of directors for HMGS. And he'd been telling me about this show that he runs. You know, I got this convention. It comes up in Tampa. We do it a couple times a year. It's a lot of fun. You ought to come out. Blah blah. So you know, we went out and you know, day trip one day. It's like this is pretty cool. So once that show wrapped up, it's like, so how about role playing games? And you know, I get the crotchety old man thing of role playing game. What the hell's a role playing game? We don't we, we don't do that stuff around here. It's like, no, it'll be good. We can do this. It'll work. So, went back to the guild. I, I wasn't running the guild at the time. I was I was I was just you know number two man on the totem pole at that at that point. Um, so I convinced our guild master at the time. It's like, look, I I can get us an in with this convention. We just got to crack the whip and get some of our guys to run some games, and then we got to you know. Hit the message boards. You know, this was, you know, this is how long ago this early was? internet. Yeah, how yeah. long ago was this? Yeah, Yahoo Dude. was still like the, the the primary thing for and message AOL boards. and dial-up shit. So yeah. Okay, now wow. I still have my AOL address. Do you don't, really? Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't dig I didn't AOL. even know they still existed. Yeah, they still either. work. They still yes. do the email. Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 Yeah, you, don't, you don't have to use the disks to load it in anymore. Well, but, but you can okay. still get it. But I didn't know you could still like the email. No, it doesn't make the fun noises. It should. You can judge a lot by a person. You can judge a lot about a person by their. Email, email address, address if it's, it's like an AOL. AOL.com says something about you. It's yeah. Kind of, you know, hotmail. You know. <laughs> hotmail. What was the Get other off my damn was dial up? <laughs> there was AOL and then there was Comca the. Comcast. No, com not Comcast. No. It was um, CompuServe. CompuServe. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say it was. A, it was Prodigy was another Earthnet. one. Earthnet. Yeah. 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 Earthlink. Earthlink. I had an Earthlink yeah. one. Yeah. All right. But, any, but anyway, so, so, so I, I, you know, conv I, I, I convinced Leon from HMGS South that's like, let Give us some table space. We 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 can bring role playing games in, and we can get some outsiders, get some get some fresh blood into 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 your building. You can expose different folks to your stuff. I can you know, I we put people in front of you. It, it's work. It's work. So we got together, rounded up a couple guys, and we did our role playing games, even if they were fantasy or science fiction. The rule was, we were going to HMGS South. They're historical miniatures. They're military guys. All of our games must have a military theme. Oh, okay. Sure. So even even the fantasy stuff, you know, it was it was it was you know squads of you know you know you know men at arms or it's you know science fiction stuff. It was you know stormtroopers. Right. You know, it, some you know, military tactical so military tactical situations. Sure. Um, so. Came in and you know the the first couple shows that we had with them, it was it was a little rough. You know we were basically playing amongst ourselves. Sure. Um, we would go in the big room, you know, and you know it was it it it's like you know going into the room with your grandpa and your old uncles. 
you know, as they're talking about the football game, and you want to come in, hey, can I do do? And you know, they're you know, you know, out of my way, kid, you're bothering me, you know, sort of sort of a thing. But eventually, they all kind of warmed up to us, and they came into our room to kind of look at what we were doing with these funny looking dice, because most of the historical war games is d6, you know, regular cubes. A couple of them were a little bit funnier, but mostly d6. Um, and then we, we'd go out and we'd start looking at the tables and we'd be asking questions. Um, and finally, a couple of us actually sat down at some of the games that were open, and you know, we started take and 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 they started realizing, well, you know, you know, these these young kids ain't ain't that damn bad. They're kind of like us. Um, it's still kind of a hard sell to get them to sit at our tables, but they got no problem with us being there. Um, and uh, some of our glory days, probably our probably our fourth or fifth show that LRPG did with them, um, it, we had like a third of the gaming program was us, and 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 we had we had chairs full. Um, I mean, all of our tables were full. We brought in a lot of new folks, uh, and it, and it worked well. Um, and then then the shows moved from Tampa to Orlando. It maintained for like one more show, and then stuff started kind of falling off because the market kind of changed a little bit. But it was still, we still had a good time. Um, and we're still having a good time, even though we have, even though the guild honestly has kind of lost its lead seat at the RPG table for the shows. Well, I think those Pathfinder boys from Tampa done stole your seat. Well, yeah. yes, I they mean, have. Not in a bad way. I don't right. that probably sounds way worse than I yeah. mean for it to. But, like, they, they have a huge group from Tampa that yeah. comes, and it's huge because when I went for Huracan, they, I mean, that room was full with people yeah. all playing Pathfinder. And that's all that room was, was guys and gals playing Pathfinder. And yeah. they'll stay in there all the whole weekend. All day. That's all they do. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the Lakeland Role Playing Guild people will go back and forth because we have a lot of people in our guild who play miniatures. And so they yeah. come to the to the shows yeah. and they'll go and play. So we're trying to really work with them to get back to that glory day time. We've been really, you know... Every newsletter has gone out with, "Hey, don't you want to run a game at Huracan or at Recon?" And you know, it will. As soon as Recon closes, that message will simply change to, "Hey, don't you want to run a game for Huracan? Talk to Scott because we want to get Lakeland yeah. Role Playing Guild right. back on the yeah. on the program listing as the premier non Pathfinder because Pathfinder does its own thing and it's a certain way. It's very tournament based <laughs> or." Something like there. If you're playing Pathfinder, you're playing Pathfinder right. for a reason, yeah. and we're more of the pickup kind of role-playing game. But we want to get back into being that lead for just coming and checking out role-playing games. Yeah. So uh, speaking of um, things we love, uh, we love our sponsors, and we love getting our bills paid. We love getting our bills paid. <laughs> so we're gonna do that real quick. We're gonna and take we'll a small right break, <laughs> and we'll be right back with Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by. Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. GameCube, and many more. And what what do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box, and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. 
And we're back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And of course, we're talking about Recon, which what's the dates for those at home? Um, Recon starts on Thursday, May 4th. So that's this Thursday, folks. And runs until Sunday, May 7th. Okay. Um, Sunday. Sunday, May 7th. Sunday, May 7th. Did I say Saturday? You said Monday. I said Monday. Oh, well. Yeah. We're not going to be some there Some of us long. have other things to do and need to be done. That's true. Some <laughs> of us, for some of us, it will feel like Monday. Yeah. But, it, but yes, Sunday, May 7th. Um, uh, Thursday is uh, load-in day and beer and pretzel night. Beer and pretzel night. Uh, what, it's what we, what we call session zero, the, ah. surpri- the surprise round. Gotcha. Um, couple of the, couple of the component clubs that that make up membership of HMGS. You know, we got some guys in South Florida, we got some guys in Jacksonville, got a couple of guys from Pensacola. Um, um, the guys from Ocala are are, are coming back uh, on on a <laughs> oh, more wow. re- on a more regular basis now. So that's awesome. You know, so yeah, great to see Brian again. Brian was Brian read some damn good games in the early days when we were there. Um, and, and Thursday night is usually, you know, the, like the intramurals. You know, the South guys, the South Florida guys will challenge the Jacksonville guys, um, and it's just, you know, it drunken debauchery at the game table. But also, yeah. it's nice because Thursday night, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, is a night where some guys will get some of their business stuff done. Like if there's like little meeting things they need to do for their particular chapters or stuff like that, they'll go ahead and bust it out. Yeah, Thursday night. yeah, sure. yeah. We yeah we we try we try and try and get you know for for HMGS South particularly, yeah. we try and get try and make sure that all of our board of director guys are on site then. So if we have any you know, any important business, we can just deal with it then. Um, the only bad part about being the new location is we will not be able to hold our meetings at the tilted kilt any longer. I was going to say because your official meetings take place in a very interesting location. Yes. Have you ever been to tilted kilt, Johnny? No. It basically, what it's is Irish that? theme Hooters. It's oh, basically okay. the best way to explain it. Okay. So Where is there one? Uh, it's International on I Drive, Drive but Inter- they're a chain. They're like uh, Twin Peaks. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. That that is mountain <laughs> themed Hooters. 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 Yeah. So it's it's Hooters with flannel, basically. <laughs> okay. And tilted kilt is Hooters with kilts. Okay. So I mean, all right, that makes it, sense. It, it, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, there isn't a restaurant like that in that vicinity. Um, or do you need me to do homework? Uh, uh, I believe that there is a Buffalo Wild Wings uh, in in, rel- in relative <laughs> relative range. Giant um, fart noise. <laughs> It's okay, but that, it, trust me, I know why you were going to Tilt to Kilt, and, and Buffalo Wild Wings is not taking care of any of those particular yes. uh, good old B-dubs. Guild, guild, guild meeting uh, services, if oh, you no, will. Oh, no, not guild meetings. Or, no, not no, guild no, meetings. No, no, yeah. Yeah. HMGS yeah. South, South meetings, yes. Yes, sorry. Yes. HMGS South needs, I guess. Yes, but, because, yeah. because honestly, I mean, there is just something about you know having a waitress with a white Oxford shirt tied off at the midriff and a black and white checkered you know, kilt, kilt, and I'm using very, very broad quotations it's on kilt. kilt. It's about the size of a napkin. Yeah. Um, you know. I think the correct term is server. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> you're welcome. I think there's no. a Hooters next to there. It, there, there, there. There might be. Yeah. yeah, there might be. I mean, so it's, you know. they'll find it. But, but in any event, so trust so me, I'm going to do my homework when it gets it. closer, you know and I'm right. going to know where all right. those he places is. are. He sure is. So, so again, so so Thursday, a little bit, you know, load in, set up, a little bit of meeting, and then, you know, then you know the 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 inter the inter inter party inter club rivalry games. Um, 
and then Friday, Friday we have three game sessions, um, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., and then 8 p.m. to 12 midnight. Which the is same. why you should always get a hotel room. Yes. yes. Um, I made the mistake my first Huracan of going, oh, I can totally turn and burn. I will come up Friday, I will play all day, and I will come home from Orlando to Winter Haven and then Tracy, sleep. What were you thinking? I was not, and um, <laughs> is the easy way to put it. And then woke everybody up to take the family back for Saturday morning at 9 a.m. and walked around Saturday as a zombie. And Scott would just take me around to people and go, this is why you get a hotel room. Because I couldn't even I'm play saying, a 9 a.m. game. Tracy, out of this whole table, you're the smartest one out of all of us. And that's some stupid shit I would do. Like, to think, oh, I can totally make this work. Like, there is no way you're going to make a this work. A 45-minute drive doesn't sound so bad in the morning. It's really bad at midnight. Oh, yeah, at midnight sure. or even probably more like 1231. It was 1230. Like, I was yeah. very I, – I think I looked at you guys and said, somebody needs to walk me to my car now yes. because I need to go home now. Now, because I have to leave by eight to get here in time, right? And we get a hotel now, yeah. so, um, so yeah, that's a pro tip. Pro tip. Get pro tip. Do not turn tip. and burn it. Um, yes. You need to stay the weekend. And, and they stay actually, in the, hotel. the hotel rooms were it's very nice. well priced. They're nice. And they're they, nice they weren't this super time. expensive. And and then it's the same schedule on Saturday. Okay. The same the same three game sessions on Saturday. Sure. Sunday officially we have two game sessions: the nine to one and two to six. Um, nine to one is the is is the most important of the two. Um, the the two to six, the only thing that's happening, and it's and that's not why it's not important. But but the only thing that's happening is the last little bit of stuff for the Pathfinder Society guys, all of the miniature guys and all the vendors. That, they're packing. That, that they're they're on. They're, they are yeah. on the bricks yeah. by eleven thirty because a lot of these guys have either a different state to go to and or another show to go to. Oh, yeah. Man. So you know, so they they, they wake up, burn they, they wake up, grab breakfast, and Sunday morning they are shoveling crap into their boxes to load up the truck. Which um, is also pro tip: a great day if you want to sail. Because yeah. if you go Sunday morning, but eyeballing someone, and you're like, hey, you what know do you mean that? sail? You you can buy stuff. I'm not saying you can officially oh, there's do vendors. this. All oh, there is? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's vendors selling okay, yeah. stuff. I'm sorry. So well, that's yeah. why, this okay, is why I'm here. This is why I'm here. I, I want to ask questions more about, like, yeah, yeah. So the whole perimeter, at yeah. least at Huracan, I'm sure it's going to be recon, the whole perimeter of the room is sales tables with people selling games and selling miniatures and okay. selling right. dice and all that and stuff. And there's usually like a board game. Yeah, terrain. There's a, right. there's a really good board Paint. game type okay. of group yeah. um, that, you know, and they sell under retail. At least the game I picked up there, it was below retail. So no, you know, if you're looking, if you're coming and you're looking to buy stuff, know what your retail costs are, mm -hmm. you know, and in, in like the place you know you can get it from. And you can probably get a good deal there at Recon. Plus there's the, they call it the, what, the flea market? The flea market. Um, oh, the flea market. Take your life like in your hand to go in there. Um, I've gone in once and promptly turned around and left because it scared me. Johnny, I'm really um, not kidding you. It's like middle-aged man Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like, they're, like, fucking decking each other to get the shit. and <laughs> knock yeah. each and other wow. out. Like, Scott, Scott will back me up on yeah. this. Like, it gets yeah. wild. Right. All right. The flea market. All right. All right. Your, fir your first question was about vendors. Right. Your eyebrows raised. Oh, wait. There's vendors. Yes. yes. In fact, there are vendors. Okay. Um, the perimeter of the of the of the main of the main game room, uh, which I, I'm sorry, offhand I cannot remember the square footage of of, of that space. Um, but we we sell the HMGS rents out the booth spaces in uh, in, in in ten foot block increments. Sure. Uh, obviously, most of the vendors take more than one because ten feet. 
For those for those of you out there in Podland, ten feet is not a hell of a lot of space. You are not doing much commerce in ten feet. Um, so, but we have there's enough space for it, allowing for access to the doors and and one emergency exit that goes out to a hallway. There is enough space for. 36 to 40 10-foot blocks around the entire perimeter of the room. And typically for recon and then in the fall for Huracan, um, we run 16 to 20 vendors, there, you know, thereabouts. You know, we, we, have, we have a few guys that, 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 take, that take like three spaces. We have, we have, I think we have one that takes four. Um, but most everybody's taking two or twos or threes. Um, and they're selling product. They they are they are selling actual you know first run print, current rule books, miniatures and paints. There are some guys that sell some older material. You know it, you know they bought it originally and it's now out of print and they still have it because boys and girls that happens too in the gaming industry. You're in a store, you're sitting on product. Which also some of this stuff gets yeah. really collectible because like some people only want to run certain editions of stuff like i remember warhammer 40k was that way yeah. for a while like what was it second edition Second edition that like everybody wanted to run and then third edition came out and everybody was like screw that like well, yeah, we only yeah, want to run they neutered this shit yeah so basically everybody <laughs> it became like really hard to get second edition stuff so right. like going you would have to go second market and get it so like these events were a great way to get it because yeah. people would have like extra copies or you know they've gotten used copies from right. this place or that place and then and then um um, some of the vendors that we have at the show, and by virtue of the fact that there's not any paid advertising for any of these guys, I'm I'm glossing over names at this point because gotcha, gotcha. I, I don't want to favor sure, any one sure. of my guys over another one. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, we do have a couple of our vendors that are that are local, say to Florida. Um, relative to the location of the show, they're probably about an hour hour twenty away, so they could, in theory call somebody back at home it's like hey somebody's looking for this you know bring it up you know yeah whatnot we do have another vendor who is actually in orlando okay and it is it, it, they have a sign it is i mean no qualms it's like you know we got we have 30 square feet worth of stuff if you don't see it let us know we're on the phone it will be here in the morning or the afternoon even depending. Or possibly yeah. even yeah. the afternoon um some of the other guys that are not local um <laughs> they'll let us know, and they'll let the they'll let the membership and the attendees know on on the Facebook page, HMGS because slightly older crowd they still have the Yahoo page it still works, um, and and they will and they will signal on there hey I actually am going to be here so if you're looking for something you know let me know I'll be sure to sure. pack it right you know um, and then you know and and th as long as the main room is open the vendors are up, and then Friday night uh, a little bit after six. We have the <laughs> flea market with a line that wraps around the hallway while people are like waiting I'm talking, to this get is probably, in. What 150 people line? 200 easily. 100 easily. easily 150. It's almost people. basically, I'd say two thirds of the people that are going to the convention are in that line to go to the flea market. Right. And and the flea market, we only sell a 10 foot, a, a well, technically a six foot table. You know, if okay, that and that's your space. You got you at the top of the table. Can't you, can't you only have one per person? One per person. Yeah. Top of the table, underneath the table on the floor. That is your space to basically bring your flea market, garage sale type stuff. Right. Um, 
all kinds of stuff. Some guys are selling entire painted armies. Some guys are selling, you know, DVD sets of, you know, historical, you know, documentaries. Um, some guys are selling terrain that they, you know, that they've handmade. Um, a number of guys at some point will end up selling the odd piece or two, haha, odd piece or two of miniatures that they haven't gotten around to painting in the past 30 years. And the wife has said, get this shit out of my house. You know, um, or husband. <laughs> but I think. But 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 the room that the, but the room that we are sitting in right now, recording recording this podcast, yeah. is the size of the room that that is happening in, and we allow for up to twenty four tables for people to sell. Okay. To, for yeah. the flea so market it's, stuff, it's, it's not a, a lot of room. And just so you guys know, we're actually doing it live from uh, Happy Hour with Johnny and Do Studio South tonight. We're doing it at my house, so we're speaking in my living room. So it's not – I mean, it's big, but it's not huge. Right. So with that being the case, you've got a lot of people. And the reason it's so many is the prices are insane because most of this is stuff that people have made themselves. Like – you know, are like I said, it's stuff like their their wives wanted them to get rid of. Like it's been sitting here forever. So I mean, you get steals, and I'm not even gonna lie. I'm gonna go. I, I don't even plan to buy anything. I just kind of be one of want to be one of the guys in the pit. Like I just want to go and see the stuff. Like I want to see what's for sale in the deals. Like yeah. even if I'm not gonna buy anything. Okay. So and you know, and, and you know, in the pit is actually a very good yeah, way to say it because yeah. because, <laughs> because because those of you out there in Podland that are heavy metal fans that have been in the pit of a Slayer concert. It's like that. It's like that. So I went in my first. I think it was Recon was my first show. And so I stood in line with all of our friends from Guild and all that, and, and they're like, "Oh, so you're going to go in?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go in. I'm going to go see what it's about." And you Are know, you sure, because we know you don't like people. <laughs> and so yeah. Scott, in his you know HMGS role, was standing by the doors, and he sees me in line, and he's like, "No, no, Tracy, no, don't." I know you, and this is not going to be good for you. I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm fine. I want to go see what this is like." And he's like, "All right." And I'm going to mark it. And I think I was, what, 30 seconds in the room? I believe you made 30 I seconds. I didn't even make it to the back of the room. I walked in and went, nope, and turned around and walked right back out. Because it was, I'm pretty sure that they pray that the fire marshal does not come by that room. Dude, if the fire marshal <laughs> came by the room, he would shit a brick. He would, have an, he yeah. would not be able to shut us down because he would have an aneurysm and drop the hell dead in the floor. It is yeah. so many people. But it's only half an hour. Yeah. It, that's it. Yeah. So that's cool. all yeah. they do. Yeah. 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 While everything is gone. So it's almost like an auction, too. almost. No, that's more organized. That okay. is more organized. Okay. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Br- British soccer game riots are more organized. Okay. But, but, but I do not say that in a bad way. It, yeah, it nobody's is, assaulting each other. Let's, right. let's and, not make and, it and, like that. And well, it there have been yeah. stories. There have been stories about <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. As, as our lawyer yeah. likes us to say, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. um, and, yeah, I, and, I don't, and I don't mean, and I, and, and, I, yeah, and I don't mean to say that in a, as, as a means of not of encouraging you not to go because that is actually part of the fun. Yeah, is you know, this, if that's your idea of fun, this yes. mass compression. That's why I want to go. I want to do it as like a rite of passage yeah. thing. Like I, I really feel it's like the first time you kill a deer and you put the put the blood on your face to like make you a man. <laughs> like I figure it's kind of like the recon version of that. You know, it, it's this mass compression of middle age war gamer frenzy. And you, know, you see them more excited than they have ever been. Ever been, been. yeah. It, it, um, you know, they're, they're quiet and docile and, all, and almost laconic during the rest of the show. But that thirty minutes, there's a sparkle in the eye. It, it, they're animated, and 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 they ha- and and they somehow have this giant stack of board games, or you know, a box of miniatures, and they're they're it, they're like kids at Christmas. Kids right? at Christmas, it is, bingo. Yeah. 
Yeah. And oh. I mean, I popped right out, and poor Scott's sitting there going, I told you. I told you. Well, I was like shaking. That was the first bad decision you made that well, weekend. The yeah. yeah. second one was turning and burning. <laughs> but these, some of these people, Johnny, just so you understand, are people that you never see get excited. These are like people that are very like stone, like, you know, you never see them, and they're like little kids at Christmas. You know, our, me and you, when we're sitting front row at ROH or something, like when we're at wrestling, like they turn into that, like they freak out and they're like having the time of their lives, but they're people that are normally very, you know, clean cut and tight laced and, stoic. you know, yeah, yeah. stoic, the yeah. great word. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it, I'm, I'm excited. Okay. So the reason, one of the reasons why I came tonight is to ask the, the important questions for the fans, people yeah. or people that have never been to recon. Cause yeah. we haven't hit the main questions yet. Okay. How much is it to go? All right. If you are for for people who are not members of HMGS South, okay, um, ticket prices at the door, it's thirty five bucks. Okay, for the that, whole weekend. But that is for the entire weekend. Because you guys don't sell day passes, if I remember correctly. A fit right now. Officially, we do not. <laughs> we do, but it is not an official part of the billet. Yeah. Um, but, but if you rolled up if, on Saturday, if and you said, do, hey, if I you do up and roll up on Saturday, it's one. It's want to come in on Saturday. Okay. It's twenty bucks. Okay. How do you get into a game? Um, <laughs> there are two ways. Uh, the first way is pre-registering for the show on HMG, hmgs-south.com and and finding the appropriate red link for Recon. Isn't it PAL or something? Because uh, well, it's, it's two it, links. It, right, it, well, right. You have to click on the on the Recon 2017 red link mm-hmm. that is uh, on the homepage. That sends you t- into the... I know, Glenn... Yeah, Glenn, who does <laughs> web pages for a living, is having is, a minor aneurysm over here. It is a here. nightmare. It is. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, and I love you guys so much for, for being sponsors of the show, HMGS South and Recon, but... That website needs a little love. Yeah, like it I mean, just, and, it I, and I need that for the kindness of, of my heart. Well, you know, Scott like, hears it all the time. For I, me, I hear, so. I hear all the time. Our web guy hears it all the time, and our web guy is an act, is 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 a you know a honest computer God web, web dude. honest God web dude himself. Uh, you know, if if you if you if, if you if you watch TV, if you watch sports, you see his stuff on the screen. Oh, okay. He he he's very high in the food chain. He knows his shit. But some of what happens on our website, we do have to make allowances for the membership and it was a process getting the membership to, to even okay the to even to even acknowledge that facebook existed you know we do have an older more stubborn demographic so it is like pulling teeth sometimes so but you go to H- hmgs-south.com click the red link button that says recon 2017 that will take you to a fresh page you then click on the link there 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 are different red red button links uh, one is for one is flagged as Pell, the pre-event listing. You can see what's already submitted. Um, That's like the list of all the games. And right, it tells they, you like yeah. what the game is, what it's about, and the time. So then, when you go to the next link, that's when you put in like, "Hey, at this time, I want to play this game by this person, right. and this is the name of the game." Okay, so if I'm someone that wants to come. Mm-hmm. It's a pro tip: get a hotel if you're gonna stay the weekend. Yes. Yes. Pro yes. Most assuredly, yes. and 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 the hotel is the Park Inn by Radisson. Okay, it's on, a very on, swanky on hotel. US, on U.S. Highway 192. Okay, um, it's new this year, right? It, it is a b- brand new venue. This is the first time that we have used it. Um, we be because of hotel corporate buyouts and changeovers. <laughs> We, we we had a we had a phrase more in line of the excrement family, okay. but um, <laughs> well, I, 
I will say this, in my very humble opinion, I think you've upgraded from the I place agree. you were at the last time. Yes. Not, so not the actual so the actual recon is in a in the hotel. In the hotel yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. I was right. making sure. That right. was question number three. Like yep. where yep. is it? Yep. Okay. All, all all of all of the HMGS shows are hotel based shows. Okay, great. You okay. you can you know, you you sleep there and you game there. You know, you have just a short walk to get from get from That's one place good, to though. another. Yeah. That makes sense. So it makes it much easier when you're getting out at midnight. Downstairs, get breakfast and you can go right to the game. My next question, age group. Like, is there age requirements, like restrictions? Um, some game masters, when they submit their game, may have a, a, a an experience requirement sure. and an age requirement. Sure. Uh, th- those are two columns that we do offer for them. Um, very, very few game masters are going to have a restriction. You know, nobody, nobody below this age. Very few of them will do that. Okay. So most of them are open to almost everyone. Like, have you? Do you see kids at this event? We oh, do yeah. see kids at this okay. event. A lot. We, we, so I would I say a lot. But there are a few. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, some of some of our some of our guys have kids. Some sure, of our guys bring you know, their kids and bring right. their kids and are getting their and kids into the hobby. Getting, right. You know, so yeah. it's it, it, it's fun. Uh, there are a couple of guys that actually run games specifically for the kids, which is which is really Aww, which is really cool. cool to see. Um, and as far as experience level. Most of the guys do have do, do pick the, the the flag for some experience required, yeah. uh, not necessarily with that particular game system, but just you know the the miniature wargaming meal, you know milieu in general. Um, but even then, I have found as a relatively yeah. new minis player, I have found I can walk up to a table and say. I am new to playing this. Is it okay if I play? You know, can you can you help me? And they will, you know, they love teaching new people new games. And I mean, as long as you're being smart about it and not asking the same stupid question over and over, if you're paying attention, most of these games are, I think most of the miniatures games are much easier to pick up than, say, your basic D20 role-playing game. Okay. You know, yeah. because it's here's your D six and you roll for this and this is what you do and right. and it's initiative and all that and stuff. it's initiative and mm-hmm. then it's roll to hit and mm-hmm. yeah. and you're good to go. Sure. And they're they're usually really good about, you know, I wouldn't say another pro tip if you're not sure of how to play to go in and go oh I can totally do this, be honest with sure. the game master yeah. and say I I've never played this before but I'm really interested is it okay can you help me what can I know and be there early to ask them those sure. major yeah. questions. Um, but I do want to go back because I know that you know you got somewhat sidetracked with our venue issue. You can get games the day of. Um, there are tickets available. It's harder. It's harder. Some tables sell out very quickly, and by sell out, I don't mean necessarily paying to play, but people pre-register for those yeah, games. Sure. Um, but there are usually seats available, and there's usually standby tickets, right? Because yes. some people will pre-register for a few games and then change their mind, and so you can still go and check them out. Um, but so far, I've gotten every table I've wanted to play at. I you know, I've gotten to see that. I've got every table I want to play at, for the exception of Bike Night, because Friday Night Bike Night, I guess, is legendary because yes. they have mm-hmm. this. Basically, it think of it kind of like Thunderdome, like it's a bike race, <laughs> and you do three laps around the track. Okay, I'm thinking of Thunderdome right now. Yeah. Okay. So it's <laughs> I got three, you. Th- yeah, like Mad Max. It's yeah. three laps around the track, and the last, uh, you know, the person who gets around first wins. But, like, you're, like, shooting at each other and fighting each other. And, like, sure. so you're, like, killing and knocking people off. And, like, when I told Scott I wanted that, he's like, look, I'm going to try. But I, I can't guarantee you because that table was, like, I think that table has been locked in for 30 years. Like, that table yeah. is, like, hardcore. Yeah. 
but he's like, I'm going to try my best. But like everything else, like the Walking Dead game, I got into. Um, I got into all the uh, 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 the L- LRPG. You guys, thank you, LRPG uh, games that Scott's running. I got into all his games, mm-hmm. all the other miniature games I got into. But to hit on what Tracy said, there, there's three rules I can tell anybody if it's their first and, time personally. And if you want to, I probably can squeeze you into Mark's Saturday morning World War II game again if you want. Uh, yeah, I think so. I might have Walking Dead that day, but I've got Walking Dead like three times on my list, so right. I can drop it. Yeah. So that's cool. Like, every time Walking Dead was on, I was like, yeah, Walking Dead, screw it. Let's do it. So just because it looked fun. But the, the three rules I can say for any new gamer is be humble. Be kind and be generous. And what I mean by be generous is, and this is the biggest one for me, listen more than you talk and absorb as much knowledge as possible because it's all right to be the new guy. Like, this is one of those groups that's it's a very safe space. Like, it's very all-encompassing. So if I go to a table, prime example, Walking Dead, I've seen the show. I know jack diddly shit about the game. So I'm just going to be like, hey – you know what what's the best strategy here what's the you know and then talk to the game master and the game master will help you and like everybody will help you nobody nobody's there for you to lose like everybody wants you to have a good time so it's just being generous with you know just listening and you know taking everything in and if you do those three things you're set man and there's not a nicer group of people that you can hang out with because this group is the hands down best like uh, you know as well as I do. When I go to events, I get mad anxiety, like crazy oh, yeah. anxiety. Like for a week before the event, I can't even sleep. I've been sleeping like a goddamn baby before this thing because I'm just like, this is going to be fun. Like I'm going to hang out with my friends. We're going to have a good time. We're going to do some taping too. And I just – I cannot sing the praises of this event enough. It's so much fun. And let me say too for any of your listeners out there, I know that um, being a woman in the gaming industry and playing games is sometimes very difficult and not every gaming group is open to women being a part of that. I have never felt more secure than when I'm at an HMGS show. Um, I'm not the only woman there, and and I have never had an issue where I've had somebody say something that I'm like, uh, no. Everybody's super respectful. Everybody's respectful. And on top of that, there's um, like 19 other people that are super respectful. If you get out of line, they're going to let you know your much, ass yeah. got out of line. And, so, um, yeah. right. But it, it's it's definitely a safe space. Like if you're looking for a space to come into yeah. um, as, as a woman, it is a really great venue to come and game in. And also, just to add to that, as a young person, like if maybe you're a high school student or maybe if you're in college or something and, like, this whole thing is new to you but it sounds fun and you're interested, just come out and try it. Like, sure. I, I cannot uh, just recommend enough just coming out and just giving it a shot because I'm telling you, once once you do it the first time, you get hooked. It's almost like how people explain to me with tattoos. It's like once you get one, you want more. It's right. the same thing. Like, once you play one game, you want to play more. And then you want to play different types of games because, like – when I first came to the scene, it was all, you know, historical stuff with me and you, Scott. And then I got into the battle tech, the 40K, and the sci-fi, and the fantasy. Right. And I'm like, wow, there's you know, There's possibly something world. for everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. so, once again, let's let's wrap her up on, like, the whole details. So, it is May 4th? Thursday, Thir- May 4th. May 4th. And that's the check-in, like, the... Right. That's the, that's that's the beer and pretzel yeah, that's the check. Yeah. That's the check-in. It's the casual, sure. you know, hangout. Hey, I haven't seen you forever. Gotcha. Or, hey, you're new. You know, right. you know nice to meet you. Um, and then, and then you know, that's during the afternoon, and then then that evening is you know some casual gaming, right. you know just you know 
couple of vendors are probably already going to be set up, and we'll be more than happy to take your money. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then and then uh, a full day of gaming on Friday, May fifth. Another full day of gaming on Saturday, May seventh, and uh, sixth. God, I keep doing that. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, another another full day of gaming on Saturday, May sixth, and then on May seventh, on Sunday, um, you have you have a good solid morning of um, of of some extra games, um, last minute vendor purchases. Um, which is a great, great time. Pro tip: Sunday, yeah. like they don't want to take that stuff home with them, so they'll wheel and deal with you. Yeah. So awesome. that's a great day to do stuff. Okay, so we got the date. We got it's thirty-five for a weekend pass at 30, the door. Yeah, thirty-five the door. for weekend pass yeah. at the door. If you if you're only going to be day tri- day tripping, then we can do twenty. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, and then the location this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. So what the location again? One more time for this is the Park Inn by Radisson on U.S. Highway ninety-two. Uh, one ninety-two. U.S. Highway 192. Yep. Um, the uh, give you a landmark. Um, it's basically on the s- on the border of the south side of Disney property. Okay. Um, if 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 you walked far enough, you would actually hit the perimeter of Animal Kingdom. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, any last things you guys want to mention about Recon. I do want to mention to vendors, I'm very cheaply bought off by a trip to a restaurant or any <laughs> kind of any kind of uh, drinks. So if you want maybe you know some free plugs next year on the show before the show, I'm very easily. But well, look for Deuce; he'll probably be in his happy hour shirt. So just yes. look for him; he's Ooh, very actually, easily bought off. Actually, that reminded me. You 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 mentioned beverage and food. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Inside the main event space at the convention, at, at the convention there is no outside outside food or drink allowed in. However, okay. the hotel is working with us, and the hotel is going to be setting up a water port- stations a, a, again. Well, water stations obviously will always be inside. I mean, that, that those that, were awesome that, that last is, year. That, that's a fantastic lifesaver, believe me. Yeah. Uh, but just outside of the main main event space in what they call the pre-function area, they are going to be setting up a mobile station where you can get sandwiches, hot dogs, and beer. Oh, nice. And then after, I believe the food portion will shut off entirely at eight o'clock at that mobile station. But the mobile station will stay, and the rest of the bar opens. Ah, yeah, and I think the bar. I think said they even had like bar foodie stuff. Right, and the yeah. actual the actual bar bar, bar with the open. hotel. You know, you we'll can open. still get, you can still get food there. But sure. but the one up, up at the, at the pre event he, area. Here's something that's gonna blow your fucking brain hole because of how many conventions we've been to. Okay. They do this thing where they set up like this like buffet table for lack of a better word, and it's water, ice water, and it's little like solo cups, and they fill that bitch. All day long. So, like, because you know how hard it is for me and you to get water when we're at conventions. It which, is. You know, yeah. especially when I'm doing this all day talking, I've got to keep my throat lubricated. So, I'm like, I'm always, like, I bring my cooler with me. Yep. But when we went to the event, it was awesome because literally I could walk right from the table and right there they've got, like, water and stuff, like, ready to sounds, go. That sounds awesome. So, yeah, Megacon, get some tips. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, you know, this is great because I, I was here to kind of, like, you know. Ask the questions that maybe the the listeners that are kind of curious about. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Because I, you know, obviously I'm the sound engineer for our show, so I hear everything. So I've, yeah. you know, I heard the yeah. last year's episode and whatnot. But I just wanted to make sure everyone knows that you know, Recon it is May fourth to the seventh. So go check it out at the Radisson the park, park Inn. Park Inn by, by Radisson. Radisson. And speaking of park, how's the parking over there? Is this hotel parking? You're uh, good. Ho- hotel parking, but but. Uh, 
do do a uh, do a Google Earth view. Gotcha. It is a massive parking lot. Okay, so plenty of space to park. Um, the only downside is there's not a tree for freaking miles. But yeah, but more than ample parking. Awesome. Yeah. That there probably is twice as much parking as the hotel actually actually needs. Okay, which so so will not be a problem because at all. Because of convention space, because it yeah. does have a large convention space. Because yeah. that is the the upgrade. I will say besides yeah. the hotel being a little nicer than it was last year. In my opinion, I think when I did the when I did my at home research, right. I believe the convention halls are bigger than they were uh, before. The, 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 the square the square footage. Statistically, the square footage is about the same. Okay. Statistically. Okay. But but it is the main room is a little bit bigger. Maybe a little bit bigger. It looked um, bigger to me at least and, when I and did and my. The thing homework. that we're looking forward to is, I mean, we're going to be keeping the same footprint that we've used for years because it's, that's what we're used to, and all of our maps are already drawn. Uh, but once we actually use it the first time, and combine that with the measurements that we took when we did a field visit out there a few weeks ago. Um, we actually can have more options on how to lay out the room. Oh, that'll be fun so, because then so you get more be very table cool. options. So you right. can. Awesome. I mean, we have spaces. we have a we have a very good amount of tables. Yeah. You know, active every. I mean, every game session there's enough space for. My God, there was like thirty games going at a time, Johnny. And I'm just talking yeah. the miniature room. I'm not even right. talking the Pathfinder room and the uh, the the Sea Creek and yeah, the. Yeah. Basically, the the uh, miniature like submarine battles and 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 warship battles were in a separate room, and they had like ten tables. So and I mean, plus there's usually yeah. a board game room where people yeah. are doing yeah. pickup. So games. I mean, there's sure. multiple rooms, so you got a ton. So to something choose for from. everybody. Oh, at Recon, yeah. So well, and the nice thing too this time is we don't have the foot traffic of people passing through the area, right? Yeah. From what I understand from from we, the well, layouts. I think we've yes, got a bigger I mean, chunk I mean, of the I mean, hotel. I mean, separate. I mean, on the one hand, that is a good thing. On the other hand, it's also it's also a little bit of a bummer. Because the the previous hotel that we were in uh, had a, had a lot of British tourist foot traffic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we picked up a couple guys. Mm. British you know, people love them some miniature like, games. Like, You're playing war games, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they were the coolest. <laughs> good. Yeah, like I'm serious, dude. Yeah. They were some of the coolest people. So 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 it was fun. Um, yeah. Good times, you know. Good time. So definitely um, for those that listening, you know, you there's still time for people. Um, I know this is like the the uh, week of Tuesday before, but yeah. I'm telling you, there will be room. Right. Yeah. Be some uh, time. Yeah. 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 Pre-registration. Yeah. Pre it's uh, always best to pre-register. Always yeah. best to pre-register. But unfortunately, at this stage of the game, pre-registration is going to be cutting it really, really close. Right. Because because our so people I'm, can still drive. Just go. Oh, yes. Yeah. They yes. can still drive down yeah, there. Yeah. And, can yeah. still drive. Can, can still day trip. Get, sure. Hell, you can still take. You know, the whole weekend, if you want to. Sure. Uh, there is, as of the time of this recording, yeah. there's a little bit of time left for the hotel rooms. But by the time this recording actually airs, it'll be the Tuesday it, before. It'll be the Tuesday before sure. show, so every, everything will be will gotcha. be shut off at that point. So, well, um, I mean, I'm sure people will still be able to get hotel oh, yeah. rooms. Uh, you may, but you won't. But you won't be getting the special the convention rate. You'll be paying off the rack. Yeah. Gotcha. And you're next door to Disney. And sure. if nothing else, so, start making yeah. plans for Huracan. Yeah, yes. you know, yeah. that's you true. You always have another event coming recon around for the day, and then make plans to be there for the Absolutely. weekend for Huracan. Right. This and happens twice a year. Yeah, and I'll tell you what we'll do next year is once it gets closer to Huracan, we'll maybe like three months out do another roundtable like this, so then everybody can get the convention rate because that's the only thing where we might have screwed the pooch on. We might have dropped this a little too soon, so they can't get the convention rate. But still. Um, if you want to go, go. I mean, there's still tons of yeah, time. Absolutely. All right, no, but now to, to, to give a to give a quick heads up yeah. on why you should prepare, start thinking about and preparing ahead for Huracan. 
go online and look and see what a what a basic hotel room is going to cost you at the Park Inn by Radisson. And keep in mind that our hotel special room rate for the convention is eighty-two bucks, which plus, is plus plus tax, with no resort fee attached. Yeah, most hotels are charging a resort fee. We got that crap waived. Yeah, um, so eighty-two bucks for an Orlando area hotel for all intent and purposes on the property of Disney. Of Disney. 82 bucks. And if you're the only gamer in your family, but you want to get a family vacation out of it, there's a lot to do in the area. And yeah, so sure. there are a lot of and people who come who bring... And trams and stuff that yeah. went to the different yeah. parks and stuff. Yeah. And there I are a lot of gamers who come and do... Like, they will come game and their family will well, go and do like other things. Like or go yeah. to the sure. parks or something. So yeah. there's all kinds of things to do. And some of the, you know, not controlled by the mouse kind of things that you can do there in the area. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. And yeah. so, you know, it provides for a nice little family vacation as well for a really good rate yeah so, so great so definitely uh for those listening check it out uh try to pre-register if not just come on out and and uh check out the games and uh see what games you want to be a part of or just uh, like trish said just come out on one of the days and just walk around observe and then if it's something you like then register for uh pre-register for huracan so definitely be able to do that and uh uh, Deuce will be out there so go yep. say hi to Deuce and uh, Scott and uh, Glenn and Tracy will be there say hi to them and uh, tell them happy hour Johnny Deuce sent you yep and how can they find us Johnny they can find us uh, on the, the old Twitter machine at HH Podcast Show they can find us on Facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show uh, also we're on iTunes we're on Stitcher we're on SoundCloud we're on Google Play Music we're working on getting Spotify yep. just Google happy hour podcast you'll find us in, uh, anywhere that you can get podcasts we're, yep. we're there so just check us out on there uh, and then send us a line at uh, on on uh, Gmail hhpodcastshow at gmail dot com. So, yep. and uh, of course, as always, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, there's not one but three hashtags you want to put in your mm-hmm. social media of choice. That is hashtag Happy Hour Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and, and hashtag, hashtag Deuces on, on the Loose. loose. Later. Bye.